0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to the November 5th edition of the Roto-World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to go over an eight-game slate. A little early start at 6 o'clock with what I think is probably the best game of the day, at least from a, a watching standpoint, with Minnesota going to OKC, fresh off the official photographer loss in Oakland, and then the, the Wolves too. They're not playing well. So, man, Westbrook, Towns, I'll probably be posting like 30 vines from that game, man. Should be pretty awesome. Oh, and Jeremy Grant. Uh, so, lots of cool stuff going on there. So, yeah, let's just get right into this thing. Um, we'll, we'll tie in some stuff from last night. We've got some teams on the back-to-back, a few on the front end of the back-to-back, so we'll talk about that. Obviously, John Wall playing is kind of the big story tonight. So, like... Um, We'll, we'll talk about Mr. Mr. Sanransky I uh, love that guy. But we'll start off just in chronological here. Again, Minnesota at OKC, 206 over-under. OKC favored at home by six. We'll have Chris Dunn starting. Pretty much everyone else is back. Ennis Cantor, he got benched for three minutes because it's against the Warriors. The Warriors are just not his game. I mean, they just go after him, and he looks terrible. He had a good series against a team like the Spurs, who do go bigger. So with Gorgie Jang and with Kat, you would think that this is a pretty good spot for Cantor. So I, I like him actually quite a bit, more than most nights, and he's still really cheap. So I think he can have uh, an effective game. I think he'll be staggered a lot from Towns. So And Gorgi Jang doesn't draw a lot of fouls, so when they bring him in a little bit earlier, expect that matchup. Um, I don't think he's going to be very good as far as the offensive side goes. But I think he's going to get minutes. So if you get minutes and you're priced at around five, uh, and you can score at least a little and rebound, uh, I could see Cantor uh, is kind of a nice high floor kind of a guy to plug in there. Especially power forward's really weird tonight um, with not having Davis or kind of that many studs. Millsap's pretty good, obviously, but usually a power forward we lock in a stud and and go from there and play a punt. But tonight I'm kind of feeling the the mid level guys more more so than usual. Uh, Westbrook's playing tonight, and he's still not where he should be priced, in my opinion. He's only eleven eight. I'm playing him. Um, home game, he talked a lot about going back to resting and all that stuff, and talked trash about the Warriors, so I'm sure he really wants to have a good game, and, uh, a tough matchup, though. I mean, Chris Dunn is really good. He can, um, he gets out of pick and rolls great. Uh, I love what I'm seeing out of him, but then again, this is Russell Westbrook we're talking about here, so... Um, We'll really get a good idea of how good Dunn is, and I'd rather be... uh, I I like him a lot, but uh, it's still Westbrook for me. The usage is too high. And there's enough value to fit him in your lineup, so I think he's probably one of the first guys you throw in there. Uh, Other than that, not too much on the OKC side. Um, Like I said, I think Grant is uh, in play at 4,000, and he's playing straight three. Which I was really surprised by. So, I mean, he actually played a little four in the last game. But the first game he was all three. Um, But that was kind of due to the backup stuff. But uh, he's 4,000. You're going to need him to get hot. You're probably going to need a couple things to happen. I think they're going to really need Robertson out there on Wiggins. And obviously Bush should get minutes. So I'm not quite too sure Grant will be able to hit the 22-23. And he's not the greatest per minute guy. So I'm not really feeling him too much, there's another small forward at the same exact price that I like a little bit more. Um, other than that, uh, Towns is definitely in play for Minnesota and I like Boogie a lot but then also there's two really good cheap centers still that their price hasn't come up to where they should be. So he's probably like my number 5 center as far as the, uh, points for value, points per dollar kind of a thing. Not too high on him. I mean, it's it's kind of tough to play talent at 8-9, and then you got Boogie sitting there at 9-7. Uh, I would prefer Boogie, and if I'm in a pinch for, or you know, if I could swing that 800 bucks, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, if not, then I'd rather go down and spend up elsewhere well, for the two cheaper guys that we'll talk about. Okay, so I guess we could move on. We'll hit positions at the end. We've got Cleveland at Philly. Cleveland's favored by fourteen on the road. Two oh eight over under. Sauce Castillo will be back. We've got Joel Embiid back off a of back to back with a twenty to twenty four minute restriction. Leo Okafor also in a twenty to twenty four minute restriction. Some notes on that. Holmes, Rashawn Holmes played four minutes next to Okafor all year, and Okafor played next to Embiid two minutes all year. So you're pretty much talking about like where does Rashawn Holmes fit in? I think he'll probably. Not, I mean, if they play 22 each, I guess, then you know, four minutes there, and then six, seven, eight minutes there. So um, with, in tandem with the other guys, they're getting a little bit more. So yeah, Brett Brown definitely having more of an affinity to the, the two big lineups. And uh, I don't like it tonight, though. Not against Cleveland and Kevin Love. It's really important to get a guy who's not quite anchored down in the middle. Definitely a better matchup. Born Embiid, who's still super cheap, man. It's it's tough not to play him at 4'8". Like I was saying, he's one of the the two guys I like that are, are spending down kind of a, a rate. So I like him a lot. Besides him, I'm actually kind of off this game. The blowout factor kind of scared me away. You're obviously not playing for Sergio Rodriguez isn't that great of a bargain anymore. Uh, I do like Dario a little bit, but like up against Cantor, I think I would try to figure out a way to s- squeeze some money. But Dario's still just 4-1. Um, actually, Cantor's 4-6. So, uh, that, like I said, that's a little bit better for Cantor for me on that one. Uh, and then also a note, uh, Saric and Ursan Ilyasova played 11 minutes next to each other. So that's a good sign. Uh, obviously, the Sixers are a little thin at, on the wing. And, man, Robert Covington's playing terrible ball right now. So uh, I think Covington's kind of interesting. Just because he's been so bad, and he's really cheap at 4-4. So I think he's on the board uh, if you want to kind of go up from uh, a straight punt. But So kind of like him. Then, I mean, Kyrie against the 76ers, it, it's pretty easy to like him. Um, he's still fairly reasonably priced at 7-8. But again, if you're going up that high and you're going to play Westbrook, it's tough to play Westbrook and Kyrie together, I think, especially since there's some decent punts out there. Um, As in, under 5,000. We'll get to positions again. Uh, Let's just move on. We'll try to get through this pod pretty quick. Um, So, probably the biggest value play of today is Washington at Orlando. A 2.5 spread. 204 over under. Washington on the back end, which has prompted John Wall to rest uh, on a back-to-back. So... We were tweeting about this guy a lot yesterday, and we're going to be tweeting about him more today. And that's Thomas Sanaransky, who has already leapfogged Trey Burke. He picked up all the backup point guard minutes yesterday. Um, And just looking at his minutes, man, he played 11 minutes next to Beal, 11 minutes next to Otto, 10 minutes next to Gortat, and then 7 next to Keith, who got staggered a little bit from the starting group. So that's, and then Wall, he played 6 minutes next to Wall, so still got combo guard minutes, 22 minutes total. I mean, you have to play him, I think. Um, uh, the value is too good. Um, they've lost a lot of confidence in Trey Burke. Trey Burke didn't play any point guard minutes. Uh, he only played seven minutes, all of which, again, were next to Sadaransky. So I think they'll bump back Burke back to more of a point guard. But they want to play Sadaransky big minutes. I mean, they clearly wanted to get him out there as a kind of a trial run. And he looked good. Uh, made a couple of mistakes, but... Uh, he, he definitely understood, I guess, where the offensive flow is going and the defensive coverages and stuff. So, yeah, give me all the Sanoransky for this one. Not, not quite all the T. Jones status like yesterday, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, at Mike Iscali, by the way. Um, so, definitely check out uh, Sanoransky again, super high on him. You definitely have to consider Bradley Bia, who had his breakout game. He did play 39 minutes, which is way too high. But Price didn't go up whatsoever, still hanging at 5-3, again, without Wall in the mix, who has, um, I didn't look it up today, but he had a 34 usage rate before yesterday, which has dropped because Beal got a spike, especially in the second half. Beal really good. So Beal, really strong play at shooting guards. So you can go double Wizards uh, in that spot. Um, yeah, it's a lot of value for, for this team with Wall out of the mix, man. I mean, even puts Markeith on the board, who's going to be staggered. Probably not as much because... They, they're they're not as strong up front, so Marquise should play a lot of minutes. He's still five five, um, but yeah, push comes to shove, I think I would prefer Cantor in the nine hundred dollars, but it's it's tough. Definitely Marquise is is probably a top five play for me. Um, some good power forwards in, in this mix without AD too. Um, by the way, AD only had I think a twenty two usage rate and like a sixty eight true shooting percentage in his forty two minutes. What the hell? Give him more shots. Gentry is uh, getting on my do-do list, man, uh, with with that rotation. stop benching Tim Frazier, by the way. Um, All right, so let's go to the uh, Orlando. I'm pretty much off them. There's just too much value in other positions, and you should have money to play the big studs, so I haven't really even considered those guys. Uh, Although, I will say, I think Alfred Payton's on the board as a punt. They'll probably go at Sadaransky a little bit. So we got Denver at Detroit, um, 205 over under. Detroit favored by four. Um, Denver's on the front end of a back-to-back. So we've got Gary Harris uh, expected to play with 15 to 20 minutes. He'll probably start, which would bump the ice cold and cooler than a polar bear's toenails. He's that cold uh, with a 0 for 16 start. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure Andre 3000 and Big Boy could probably shoot better than Jamal Murray. Uh, outcast. Stank, he needs to go to stank. He is b- being stanko, yeah. Uh, he's, he stanks, but... Uh, I definitely like Jamal Murray long term But right now he's not looking good with Harris back Obviously even though he's dirt cheap um, I think he could find better value out there So the big question with Denver is What's up with this front court? We've seen Jokic and I've got probably about 15 people adding me about What's up with Jokic and his uh, Terrible start He's just not doing per minute stuff He got into foul trouble his last game So it stung even more But he did have that monster game last week uh, Against the Blazers So don't panic man Jokic will be fine uh, really, the the Wilson Chandler's hurt him, too. Wilson Chandler's played 64% of his minutes next to Gallo, so, and that's 3-4. So they're running a lot of that. And then Jokic has played 61% of his minutes next to Nurk. So they need to stagger that. I mean, they're playing a lot of Willie Hernan Gomez. They're playing free at the 5 a lot. I, I just don't really get that. So hopefully Malone, I'm, as much as I love Jokic, I mean, you probably should bring him off the bench. Um... Again, it's not like Nurk is going to be a 30-minute-per-game guy over the long haul. just because of the way he plays. So, uh, I think Nurk's actually kind of a sneaky uh, punt here. Uh, not a punt, more of a tournament, I mean. He's, still, he's not that cheap. Uh, again, Nurkic is definitely a guy you have to consider. It was so nice to pick on him while he was really cheap. But his price still isn't justified, I don't think. he I mean, he just eats, 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 MCs for lunch like cannabis, man. <laughs> he's hip hop references today <laughs> so we got him at $6,000 is again expensive but man Andre Drummond looks so bad Brooke cooked him the other night so I definitely I definitely like him and I think I think um, it. I kind of like Moody a little bit at 5'9 but I think he should be I think there's other guys I'd rather go with um, and then Gallo's in a play um, I looked at Tobias Harris but I couldn't really fit him into my lineup. So I'm kind of off this game besides Nurk uh, and Moutier, and I think Ishmith could actually be pretty decent too, but not someone I'm really eager to play. So we got Shy at Indy. Uh, both uh, Shy on a back to back, two point five favorite for the Pacers, two fifteen over under. Both these teams running a pretty tight wing rotation. We've pretty much seen CJ Miles come off the bench as more of a two three. Uh, McDermott, who's been playing straight three, but they're really not playing a two, so they're staggering Butler a little bit, playing him at the two. There's minutes for him. Uh, I don't like him in this spot tonight, but uh, I'm, McDermott has me intrigued. Uh, he's 4000 uh, There's Again, that that $4,000 price is pretty common for a lot of the semi-puntish fo- uh, small forwards, and there's other guys I like more than him. Yeah, I'm kind of off this game, man. Uh, just I, I like Paul George, but I like Kawhi. There's just guys I like more. Um, like, I like Jimmy Butler, but I like Kawhi more. Uh, I'm not going to play Dwayne Wade on a back-to-back. I played a lot. I mean, it, they'd be foolish to play in big minutes again. So, yeah. Um, not, the shooting guards, tough, man. Because you're going to want to play Sandoransky, You're definitely going to want to play Beal. Uh, more so Sandoransky. It's just I didn't really look at any of the shooting guards, really, besides those two and I guess a couple others. Oh, and James Harden, too. Uh, so, get to that as well. All right, so we got... I'll move on. We'll try to get through this thing in 20 minutes. We got Houston at Atlanta. Dwight revenge game. Got the Hawks coming off a of back-to-back and a loss. Uh, so we'll see what what they can do in this game. Should be pretty good spot for them. Uh, obviously, with Houston is very vulnerable. I think Schroeder's a top five play for his his dollar his dollar value right now. Um, if you can kind of spend up from the punts, it shouldn't be too hard to get to five nine. So I like him a lot. I think he's definitely a top five play. To go next to Westbrook, there's a lot of really good forward, and uh, again, another cheap center tonight that you can go with. Um, that Mr. Joel Embiid, so you can go down to him. You should, have, if you go down to Embiid, you should have absolutely no problem getting Westbrook and Harden and Schroeder in there. Like, it should be pretty. You can pretty much spend everywhere else if you play the values that we're talking about. So like him. I don't really like Dwight tonight. Uh, he did get benched last night because of foul trouble. And, and really, Mike Muscala, who's going to be a thorn in his side, man. We saw this last year with Andre Drummond and Aaron Baines. is a much better shooter than Baines, too. Um, but he played Muscala down the stretch. And is good, man. He's really playing well. He ate He's finally really been eating into Chris Humphrey's minutes. So I think Muscala. I don't really like him tonight because there's better value, but he's definitely a punt play that we're gonna to want to consider most nights. He's legit. Um, worked a lot with Kyle Korver on his shooting, and it shows. So, but yeah, I'm pretty much besides Schroeder and obviously Harden. You got to play. Uh, I kind of like this game. Eric Gordon, I like a little, but again, compared to Beal, not really feeling him. So as much as I usually love stacking up against Houston. Um, tonight doesn't really feel like a good one obviously Millsap's a great play uh, if you want to go if you can go, like say you go if you don't go up to Schroeder and you stay down you can get off the Dario Cantor, even Jokic kind of a group and then go up to Millsap at 8-3, uh, Millsap should have a field day today um, again. and Markeith too so there, there's a lot of good second power forwards to play and there's another cheap one we'll get to um, in the later games, I think. Hopefully we get more official word on that. Alright, let's move. We got, oh, this game I wanted to talk about. We've got Kings at Bucks, uh Minus two for the Bucks. Both are on the front end of a back-to-back. Rudy Gay and his 28 usage rate are doubtful. He had a little, some sort of treatment on his back and ribs. And it, apparently he's still not feeling well a few days later. So he's doubtful. You're pretty much going to see a split of Omri Caspi and Matt Barnes. Both of these guys play... Uh, Barnes plays more 4, obviously got the start on, what, Tuesday? And then Caspi's played more straight 3, but Caspi's playing better. He had a really rough start. I didn't really like what he did in the preseason. Obviously Jaeger's rotation didn't favor him as much, but those guys are... Caspi's 3-9, Barnes is 4 and again, you're taking a 27. You're not just taking minutes out, you're taking a 28 usage right away. And I would think that stopping Boogie is priority A, B, and C for kids. So I could see Barnes and Caspi having good games. Um, I wouldn't play. I do like. I do like obviously Boogie, uh, but I wouldn't play all three. I, you know, if you're gonna play him, then I wouldn't go. I would get away from Caspi and go with Dario or something like that. Um, I'm not really feeling Ty Lawson. I definitely like Ansu If you want to go Torney and, and fade Harden, which he's fadeable. I mean, I think that the Hawks play good D. They're gonna really trap him and put him in some bad spots. But again, I'm, I have a tough time fading Harden on any night especially when he's not uh, on a back-to-back here. Uh, so yeah, uh, we got the last game. Not too late, 8.30. Clippers at San Antonio. Both teams on the back end of a back-to-back. Kawhi Leonard is ridiculously good. Uh, I call him Kawhiatron 2000 because he's such a machine. Uh, and the way he plays is so robotic. But 66 true shooting, 34.2 usage rate, 32 minutes per game. Blowouts were a factor. So he's looking at like 35 minutes a game in close games. This should be close. Uh, obviously, not having Tony Parker is going to really boost up Kawhi's usage and more, more plays for him, man. So I definitely like Kawhi as really the top play. Like I like him more than LeBron, even taking dollars out of the equation. Uh, Kawhi is just so hard not to play He's cheaper than Paul George. I, I like Kawhi to outscore him straight up. Jimmy Butler seven seven, but again I I think Kawhi. I just have to put him in my lineup right now with the way that his his he's just too damn good with the amount of usage and minutes he's getting. He's, he's just unreal, uh, and the efficiency man. I mean this guy is just ridiculous. You don't see you usually see Curry go like mid thirties usage rate, not even like his usage rate's higher than Curry's last year, and his efficiency's like the same. Uh, and what Curry when he was hot was. But like 12,000 when he was going strong and Kawhi's still 8-5. Man, I don't, I mean, hopefully, I don't think they're going to sit him. This is a big game for them. They, had, they didn't win their last home game against the Jazz, so this seems like a, a great spot for Kawhi. Um, again, he's, him, Westbrook, and Harden are just, it's tough to, to not roll with those three um, for, for for either cash or tournament and there's enough value to play all three. All right, so positions. All right, let me talk about the lineup I kind of like. It's kind of a weird one. Um, Westbrook, Schroeder Harden, Sadaransky, Kawhi Barnes, Caspi Cantor and Nurk I think that's my favorite lineup that I put together um, It's kind of a, a, I think it works for both Cash and, and Tony I think a lot of people won't put Actually it's not true I think a lot of people will put Westy Harden and Kawhi in there, And it's just so much value out there So I think a lot of people will have that lineup um, Not just you guys if you want to use it but again, point guards, like I said, Westbrook, i got to play him right now, even though it's a bad matchup. Um, I like Schroeder a lot, so those two are pretty firm up there for me. Um, if, if you want to get Boogie in there, too, you could go to Boogie and then really punt everywhere else. That would be a crazy lineup. Other than that, like I said, Kyrie's not really my guy. Uh, I like Chris Dunn at 4'9". Uh, if you need to really come down from Schroeder to Dunn. uh, CP3 is so cheap, too. Uh, I think this is a good spot for him. Uh, And against him, he's just killing right now. So I like him a lot. Uh, If you want to fade Westbrook, I think he's definitely the the next in line as far as scoring straight points, like more so than Kyrie. Uh, He just looks really awesome. Uh, Shooting guards, I think that's pretty much it. I think Jeff Teague's kind of in play against Rondo, who hasn't been defending well. And then, like I said, I like Moutier, but I think I'd rather play Teague in a pinch. Shooting guard, I'm not fading Harden. I do like Giannis. If you want to go ahead and go with him, um, Beal and that That's pretty much all I'm considering. I love I love Zach Levine. Uh, I think Old Depot could have a good game tonight, but man, I, it's just you just have to play those three. And even like I said, Giannis who's rolling. Uh, and he should have a good game against uh, Sacramento too. So, man, if you do want to fade Harden, then and you, you could go up from like Schroeder to maybe getting CP3 in there too. But like I said, that, that's kind of my wheelhouse. Those four uh, again, just to repeat that, that's Harden, Giannis, Bio, and Saderanski. Uh, sh- uh, small forward uh, again. I'm I'm not fading Kawhi until he hits pretty much ten thousand right now. We saw what he did to Utah yesterday. He's just he's just unreal. He's the MVP, in my opinion, right now. Uh, more so than Westbrook. Even though LeBron's playing well and they're undefeated, I mean he has a lot of help. Kawhi's playing well. Kevin Love's playing his best, arguably his best ball since he joined the Cavs. Playing playing pretty well. Um, besides him, you're, I'm looking at Matt Barnes. Uh, I think he's a really good punt. Obviously, they are comfortable with playing him at the four. They're comfortable with him playing at the three. Uh, he's played a really good amount of minutes compared next to Boogie compared to Caspi. So if you want to only play one of the two, uh, I think Barnes is a better guy. Small forward's a little bit more of a crapshoot uh, as far as the punt. There's real, uh, Like I said, I like Grant a little bit, but I definitely like Barnes a lot more. Um, just doesn't seem like a good spot for Grant to me. Uh, so we'll get to power forward. I think if you want to spend up, definitely want to go with Millsap. Again, you could pick your spots on who to spend up with. Like if you don't want to spend up on, I don't know, it's tough. Uh, if you really want to punt hard on center, uh, or not play Kawhi, which, which I can't do, <laughs> then, or if you want to fade Westbrook, you could definitely go up to Millsap. Um, yeah, he's he's by far the top option. A lot of good mid-level guys. Like Merkiews, good. I think Jabari's interesting, but not, I couldn't fit him in my lineups so the way I was trying to work it out. Cantor, uh, I think, in a good spot at 4-6. Dario at 4 on the board. Even Ersan Ilyasova is on the board at 3-7, if you really need to go down all the way. Miritich could bounce back, but I don't really trust Hoiberg. He's been all over the place. Serge Ibaka is still kind of cheap. Hasn't played well. And then Tobias Harris. But again, I'm kind of feeling the the punts with Caspi and Cantor. Center, you're looking at really three guys, in my opinion. Spending up to go into Boogie. Or spinning down to go to Embiid at 4.8, man, that's a steal for a guy with a 40 usage rate and then Nurk at 6,000 so a high level, a mid levelish guy, and then a semi-punt straight punts uh, I'm not really feeling anybody that much, the um, nay's coming off rest, I think Kostakupas does benefit because he does play more power forward these days, so he's a slight bump if you want to go that way I wouldn't Um, Just because there's more value in Embiid for $1,200 more. So, yeah, that's it. So we will get out of here on that. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. And good luck to anyone in football. I hope you guys aren't in a must-win situation for season longs. Uh, I'm in, ai think, a five-way tie for fourth place in one of my leagues. And I'm going against another team in a five-way tie. We're first and second in points. I'm, like, second in points total, and I'm fourth. I hate that. Uh, so uh, go Devonta Adams tomorrow, and go Latavius Murray, and I think I'm starting Derrick Henry in this league. So go those guys. All right. Uh, if you guys have any questions, definitely hit me up. I'll be on all night bourbon for World. I should also mention, too, that I, I'm, I've i been shifting more of a DFS focus and lineup stuff on the So uh, If you're ever like, all right, where does this guy get his minutes or whatever, if I was on that night, and it's kind of a question mark, it's something I like to address. So, definitely hit it up RotorWorld.com for the NBA. Uh, I did. I think I blurbed every Maverick last night. Uh, I didn't blurb too many Blazers. I blurbed I blurbed like every Bull, uh, most of the Knicks. It's just man, there's so many influx rotations right now. But there was another team I blurbed like all the guys. Just look it up real quick. Oh, the Pelicans, of course. Thanks, Gentry. I've bored all those guys. crazy rotation. So I feel like, oh, what's going on with that rotation? Um, definitely hit our Royal World. They hit everyone that pretty much played of uh, note, except for the, the toast bro. Again, Phoenix, too. So, yeah, a lot of stuff, man. I was busy last night. So you guys have a great night, and we'll catch you next time.